He's chasing tail. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Cedric's Tale, written by Amani Udaman, illustrated by Agnes Ernal, published by Yehu Press. Cedric's tale is about a boy who makes a birthday wish that ends up biting him in the behind when it comes true. Will this boy find a way to cope with his newfound appendage, or will he allow it to drag him down into the deep depths of depression? Well, be careful what you grab. Now let's get cooking. The tale begins on a boy named Cedric desiring to have a tail. This boy was inspired by his family's many pets. It looks like they're operating a small zoo. What is this, bush gardens? They're the animal lover down the street, with chickens in their backyard, and every room has a kitty gate to keep another animal blocked in. The whole house smells like shit, because there is literally shit on the ground. But somehow, they don't notice. Anyway, when Cedric was turning four, he wished while blowing out his candles to have a tail like his pets. The following day, he woke up with a big old hairy tail poking out of his pants. Look at the size of that thing. It's truly impressive. And we see Cedric is ecstatic jumping on his bed. In the background, we see something strange though. There are mounted animal heads on his wall. There's a lion, zebra, tiger, and rabbit head. Besides the rabbit head, don't get that one. This little guy, or his family, must be big game hunters. That's a rather odd relationship with animals. It'd be like a Catholic family with seven children getting a late-term abortion. We love our kids, but for some reason, we didn't like the look of the last one in the ultrasound. Cedric has some trouble getting acclimated to his new extremity. He gets a cut in between doors. Ooh, that's gotta hurt. Brings a whole new meaning to putting on a squeeze. On top of that, he trips over it. He really has a hard time adjusting to the length of this tremendous appendage. My suggestion is, put that thing away before you hurt somebody. Finally, he gets fed up and tries to yank it off. Not a good idea. As he screams out, his mom bursts in on him in the bathroom, and the two of them in tears run to the doctor to rid him of this plight. But when they get there, the doctor's like, Huh, there's nothing I can do. And this right here is the biggest flaw in Amani's story. You mean to tell me we're in a time where doctors are chopping things off and adding things all willy-nilly, and this doctor is looking at this thing perplexed? Get with the times. Just get a cleaver out and lop the thing off. Amani should have thought this one through. This is the lamest excuse for keeping a tail. She shouldn't have even had these two go to the doctor. His mom should have just said, You created this mess, now you get yourself out of it. Boom. Plot hole solved. Anyway, I'm a little upset with that glaring flaw, but we must persist. Cedric embraces the adversity, and he practices using his tail, swinging the thing all over the place. Eventually he becomes proficient with it because all that size means nothing if he doesn't know how to use it. And Cedric decides he's going to use his tail for good, 
no matter how frightening it is. He uses it to help out his mom, his teacher, and even the police. This kid turns into a vigilante, slapping robbers with his big ol' salami. Swinging his rope around gets him famous. People throw parties for him, and he becomes so famous, paparazzi swarm him, looking to get just one picture of his noodle. Everyone wanted to be like him. He was an inspiration. Or one could say, the masses had tail envy. But of course, there were some bad actors looking to take advantage of this kid. Quote, A team of secret agents wanted to examine Cedric's tail, but Mom said, No! End quote. Again, not accurate. They didn't show up at 3 in the morning with M4s busting down the door. But the agents weren't the only ones trying to destroy this kid's life, or everyone's for that matter. A group of scientists try to convince him to let them clone him. Haven't they learned their lesson messing around with bats and COVID not to do this shit? Oh, wait, they didn't? Boston University just made a new strand of COVID that's 80% deadly in mice? Well, fuck. All the fame and negativity wears on Cedric over time, and he's back where he started when he first got his massive tail. Quote, He always had to wear custom-made pants, which were never in style. And he was always the center of attention, even when he just wanted to blend in. End quote. I can only imagine. Rocking an inseam like that must be tough. So his fifth birthday comes around, and Cedric decides this tale is too much for him to handle, and he wishes it away. For something more girthy, an elephant trunk. This kid's got a problem. I didn't see that one coming. He was upset because he wanted something even bigger. Some people just don't know how to be happy with what they have. It's so insensitive. There are many out there who have to make it work with much less. Amani's lesson here was a little convoluted. It was like a combination of be careful what you wish for and the grass is always greener. I thought this boy was going to cope with his appendage and live life happily ever after. I did not see the ending coming, which then leans into the grass is always greener. As you can tell, I'm confused today. Maybe a little distracted. So I'll just leave it with, be happy with who you are. I don't know. Amani's prose had some references to the current times, which was kind of fun. And the elephant thing at the end was good for a ha-ha. It felt like this book wasn't proofread. There were some holes in the story, and some of the problems repeated themselves, which could have easily been cleaned up. As for Agnes's illustrations, personally, they didn't do it for me. But, I will give her credit, she switched up the amount of pictures on each page, which kept it from getting stagnant. Overall, there were some good parts, but it was just meh for me. If you're trying to get some tail, this one will have you thinking twice. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 2.6. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite, as long as no one touches me with that thing. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.